0: The string theory destroys half the childhood vaccines on Earth. Mm -hmm. The vaccine industry is a $30 billion industry. This string theory, it destroys every future mRNA vaccine. And it destroys half the current childhood vaccines and COVID vaccine. I'll show you what it is.
1: Hey, friends. Sean from SGT Report here. That was Dr. Joe Lee. And this guy knows a thing or two about science. He's the founder of LASIK Eye Centers. So, guys, get this. We know that there's graphene, hydrogels, and nanotech components in the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, but what if proving this thing is a bioweapon is far, far easier than talking about that? Well, Dr. Joe Lee has arrived at a conclusion that is just that, it's simple, and it destroys the vaccine programs forever. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Don't miss it. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Have you guys taken a good look at the banks lately? On the surface, everything looks fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like looking under the hood of a car and finding nothing but a mess of broken wires and parts. Debt is hitting a record high. It's really scary when you stop and think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny return when things are so shaky? This is where Noble Gold Investments can help. The money printing is never going to end, and Noble Gold Investments is like a friend who knows about keeping money safe, and they suggest gold and silver. Now keep in mind there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee. But they do have a sweet deal, a free one quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. If you're curious, just give them a call right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them SGT Report sent you. It's just a chat, no pressure, but they'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com and take the first step toward a safer financial future. 877-646-5347 Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Guys, I have a blockbuster show for you here today. We are going to discover with an esteemed doctor, Dr. Joe Lee, what the VAX flaw is that cannot be refuted. And I think y'all know what I'm talking about when I refer to the VAX. Now, Dr. Joe Lee is a graduate of the University of Michigan Medical School. He got his fellowship in refractive surgery at USC. He also founded LASIK Eye Centers. This guy's a baller. How are you, doctor?
0: Good. Thank you for having me on your show.
1: Well, thanks for coming on. You know, I want to start with a tweet from the new head of the FDA. This will certainly spur some conversation, and then I do have a soundbite to play. It's interesting to note that Dr. Robert Califf tweeted this on November 30th, 2023. Now, as fate would have it, this was about 14 or 15 days after the death of a dear friend of ours, a 64-year-old man who died suddenly in his sleep. He was healthy. He had no expectations of dying, and yet he passed away the evening of November thirteenth, 2023. Robert Califf says, we are facing extraordinary headwinds in our public health with a major decline in life expectancy. The major decline in the United States is not just a trend. I'd describe it as catastrophic. I retweeted that, doctor, and I said, and yet you won't describe the experimental mRNA gene therapy injections as bioweapons, which they are. Hashtag died suddenly. And Edward Dowd. I'm coming back to you, Dr. Joe Lee. I think that'll spur some conversation. Do you want to start there or do you want to hear the soundbite I have to play?
0: Oh, no, no, I'm fine starting there. So basically, uh, <clears throat> I started this September 2020. I found the flaw of the COVID vaccine January 2020 meaning the vaccine produces an antibody that is gargantuan. And our lung is mostly air. Our body is mostly water. There is a blood-lung barrier. If you Google that phrase, it's not one I invented. And it can stop water molecules from filling our lung. Now, water molecules are tiny. COVID IgG antibodies are gargantuan. They're 8,000 times heavier than a water molecule. So if this lung barrier can keep water out of our lungs, it's going to keep this gargantuan COVID antibody out of our lungs. So the vaccine produces an antibody. The hypothesis is that this antibody enters the lung, binds the virus, prevents the virus from infecting our lung cells. That cannot happen if the antibody can't enter the lung. And you know my mentor who trained me in refractive surgery became the director of OPTO at Johns Hopkins. Dr. Peter McDonnell, when I told him what my findings in May of 2020, he was in shock. And within 20 minutes, he told me, I think you're going to be going to Stockholm. So this is how important he thought it was. And he's been in academic research medicine for over 30 years. And for among ophthalmologists, he is by far one of the most respected ophthalmologists on earth. He's a chief editor of the Ophthalmology Times. So this guy knows what he's talking about. And when I brought him my information, he was startled. Okay, so I gave that same information to Dr. Anthony Fauci, and I gave it to him in so many different ways he had to respond, and he gave it to Dr. Emily Rebelding to respond for him, and she was the director of the NIH uh, Infectious Disease Division at the time. She still is, and her email reply was very, very inadequate, and even my mentor thought so, so I replied with 73 pages. So I have the best paper trail on earth to show why this is a bioweapon, because if I take away every benefit of the vaccine and there's only risk left, it is a biomaterial and it is a weapon if there's no benefit to it. It, I I tell people it's like a gun, 3000 empty chambers, one bullet. If I keep pulling that trigger, I'm going to eventually kill somebody then that gun has no benefit to the person I'm pointing it at and pulling the trigger at, but it has risk. So that's why this is a bioweapon. Now, with the FDA, I I reached out to the chief commissioner. I reached out many, many times. I had replies from them. I explained all this to them. And I said, if a single FDA scientist cannot explain to me how the antibody crosses the lung barrier, which can stop water molecules, mind you, then you should put a warning label on every COVID vaccine that states that. Because no mother on earth would let her child be vaccinated if the Mm -hmm. mom knew that the COVID antibody never enters the functional lung. Mm -hmm. So the chief legal counsel at the FDA got all my information. This is like, you know, mind blowing because they're scientists. It's a little complicated for me to explain this to the average person. But they immediately recognized, oh, my God, we screwed up. The chief legal counsel, back and forth. I have perfect proof, an email trail that he got all my information, and yet they wouldn't stop it. And this was long ago. This was like almost, what, almost three years ago when I said, Fauci, I sent all this information September 2020. And then I started emailing everyone at the CDC, FDA, NIH, giving, calling them up, calling up directors, I have a paper trail a mile long. Hmm. No one on earth has a longer paper trail with better information to put Fauci in prison than I do. And so, you know, I I finally got on Twitter, September, 2023, 2022, about a year and a half ago. And within five months I was banned. I had 50,000 followers. Like I wrote this thread, how Fauci covered up the biggest mistake in medicine. I got 10,000 followers in one day. And then, of course, Twitter doesn't like me because all their censoring made this happen. So in medicine and science, censoring the other side, who who can't look brilliant if you shut up the other side? And that's what they did. They tried to shut me up. So the chief uh, legal counsel got all my information at the FDA. The media director, I had a 20-minute conversation with him on the phone. And he was, I, I kept explaining, look. I want the public to trust the FDA. Imagine if all my information comes out later. They're never going to trust you. You do not have egg on your face right now because you didn't know about this. But the moment I let you know, and I reached out to all their directors, and I emailed, and I had a lot of replies, and I was trying to get, move this along. So I said, you don't want egg on your face. You want to do the right thing. Okay, by the end of 20 minutes, the media director, he just hangs up on me but I have a perfect paper trail of everything I did. So that was my, I don't know anyone, anyone who did all this with the FDA, NIH, CDC. I finally got on Twitter because I gave up with with what I thought were the professional channels I was supposed to reach out to, I did. And then, you know, I didn't even try to get on social media ever, but I had no option because everywhere else I went, I was canceled. Even on my LASIK professional forums, they kicked me out and they booted me for asking questions. How does the COVID vaccine work? Because you think it's a neutralizing antibody. And I show you that antibody can never even enter the long airspace. So how does it work? And I got kicked out of my professional LASIK form for that, Karenet. So I finally got on Twitter. When I got on Twitter, I didn't know what I was doing. I was bumming around first month. And then I, you know, finally figured it out a little bit. And I got a lot of followers in one day. And I was just growing. But, of course, they were shadow banning me, everything else, because my information destroys this vaccine. Okay, so you would think the anti-vax leaders, RFK Jr., and all his consultants would help me. They got my information before I got on Twitter. August 2022, they got my information. And RFK was excited. I know he was excited because no one gets an email and sends it out to all their 12 consultants the same day. I reached out to RFK's attorney. RFK's attorney got my information. I sent, then RFK was impressed enough with it that he got that information from his lawyer. He emailed it to everyone else, including me. And then there was a back and forth with all these people. Dr. Paul a- Alexander said, I 100% agree with Dr. Lee. It's amazing. He he, he was very impressed with it. But Meryl Nass didn't like it. A few others didn't like it. And I didn't even understand what they didn't like about it. At the very end, I was like, are you guys really anti-vaxxers? Because I bring you the best information on earth to take down the COVID vaccine. And you guys are acting like you don't want it. So I was really depressed. So a few months later, I got on Twitter. That's when I started my Twitter journey, right? And then I got kicked off. And then when I was when I was gone for six months, I came up with a string theory. The string theory doesn't des- just destroy the COVID vaccine. The string theory destroys half the childhood vaccines on Earth. Mm-hmm. The vaccine industry is a $30 billion industry. This string theory, it destroys every future mRNA vaccine. And it destroys half the current childhood vaccines and COVID vaccine. I'll show you what it is. it's is utterly ridiculously stupid.
1: God bless you. Can I ask you something? Show sure. us the string theory. But I have, I've got a question. You wrote about how Fauci covered up the biggest mistake in medicine. Yes. At this point, let me show you something. Two things, in fact. And then you tell us about. Stroke. I know it's not a mi- mistake. No, but check this out. This is an FDA slide, right? This is part of a presentation. And this goes back to October 2020. This is the working list of possible adverse event outcomes due to this thing. I call it a bioweapon. And these are very, very serious injuries. And this is just a fraction of the total. So, I know. yeah. So here's my question. I want to show you one more thing. A mistake. Yeah, I, I completely get how crazy the Democrats were being. No, I, but I mean, serious, no a, a mistake or a conspiracy, because if they know what I know and what you know, if they can think at all, requiring to vaccinate children without parental consent with this thing is murder. It's
0: manslaughter. You know, I get it. I completely get it. I was in shock because, you remember, they even approved these vaccines for pregnant women. I'm like, whoa, you guys are just beyond ridiculously stupid right now. And then the, the fascinating thing to me was this. Every time... You know, I knew more about the flaws. Okay, there's a lot of flaws with the vaccine. Everything you put up, all true. But what I'm saying is there's a that's that's all risk. But what I'm saying is there was no benefit. If the antibody doesn't, doesn't even enter the lung, there's zero benefit. Right. If there's a lot of benefit, everyone can rationalize in their mind, oh, there's some risk. But when there's no benefit, but doctor, how can they I, rationalize any risk? Doctor, you and I are resonating
1: at a high frequency here. I'm tracking with you 100%. And my, my point is, how can they still be pushing this on children who are unaffected by this boogeyman virus in the first place? It has to be a conspiracy. I'll tell you.
0: To, I, for me, the past four years was like, uh, do I live in an idiocracy? Did I somehow get transported into that movie? Yeah. Because people are so stupid.
1: Yeah. Mike Judge,
0: you know, I, movie. Yeah. So for me, it goes, I'll show you the string theory, watch. So if you get a first vaccine, you're going to have a lot of antibodies in your blood. But the antibodies aren't just to the top of the spike, they're to all over the spike. Okay, because you're getting a free spike antigen in the blood. So here's the first antibody. Now it's going to bind to the antigen. And now the bottom of the spike is visible. And the antibody to the bottom will stick to the bottom. But this antibody has another arm. Other arm can definitely bind to another bottom spike. But now the top of that spike is exposed. Now the other arm will bind another spike. And this thing will keep growing. Oh, God. I call this a string. So let's say you have a child, you give the COVID vaccine, you have a ton of COVID antibodies. A month, two months later, you give a booster. Now the child has a lot of antibodies in the blood. You're adding a bunch of antigen, spike antigen. What do you think will happen when you put antibodies and antigen in the same solution, whether it's saline or blood? What do you think will happen? they will stick they will bind together they'll form these now this is i call the string theory it's in the immunology textbooks exactly like this <laughs> except they call it precipitants so the the problem for the vaccine industry this string theory i only start with an antigen i don't start with any other preservative mercury some weird gene, nothing, but what they already acknowledge, their antigen. So they can't refute that. They can't refute my starting point. And then after my starting point, what do I do? I only use their best science, that the antibody and antigen stick. And they can't refute that because if you Google precipitin, precipitins and antibodies, there are millions of results. It's in all of the textbooks. They just never applied their vaccine science about antibodies and antigens to their vaccines in children, Mm -hmm. in the blood of a patient. So, after the first vaccine, you had a lot of antibodies. The second vaccine, you had a lot of antigen. And now that's why most of the Most of the fatalities, most of the side effects occurred after the second one. Mm -hmm. The problem with the string theory for them, it affects half the childhood vaccines on Earth. This is so fundamental. You put an antibody and antigen together, what do you think will happen? They will stick. Not just the COVID spike antigen. The diphtheria, pertussis, tetanus, hepatitis B vaccine, all of those. They all have the same flaw. And so the vaccine industry is thirty billion a year, or something like that. It's a huge industry. Are they going to fight this? I have, you know, emailed this information to the chief editor of the Journal of Immunology. Eugene Oltz has no answer. NIH director has no answer. I, the Nature chief editor Magdalena Skipper, no answer. The American Academy of Pediatrics. I've posted thirteen hundred. Times explaining all this in the past four months, over 140 days, no answer. And they are deathly afraid to block me. So I can, I go up there and post whatever I want because they're afraid to block me. Now they're, they're, they're doing some weird things where some of my followers can see my posts Mm -hmm. and some cannot. Yeah. Shadow banning.
1: Yeah. Twitter does the exact same thing, doc to me. Some people
0: can't see any of my posts, right? Some people can see a lot of them. So they're doing something very, very bizarre. But the point being, this is a nuke for the vaccine industry. It There's nothing for them to refute. You compare this with every other po- way of fighting the vaccine. Any other way you compare this. Well, if you have some, you know, mercury in the vaccine, or you set, show exactly what the MRI does, something weird, all that is fine, but it can be refuted. This cannot be refuted and the first antibody from their first vaccine, I say, what are the chances it binds to a virus in the child's blood? One in a million? I'll give them one in a thousand even. But what are the chances that this antibody binds to the antigen from the second vaccine? It's like guaranteed. So this clot, this precipitate, all these chains of antibodies forming in blood vessels, it's not a side effect. It's the main effect. Right. Of the vaccines. Right. That's why that's it's a why conspiracy. It, hmm? That's
1: why I say it's a conspiracy. They know this. They have to know this. It will, and even if they don't know it, they're getting the information from somebody like
0: you, but they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. I, I completely agree. At this point, they're being evil. Because, you know, I have this discussion with people all the time because I call it, you know, Fauci's a mistake that they're covering up. But the moment Fauci got the information from me, he w- it couldn't have been a mistake because right. September 2020, I let him know, there's no benefit to your vaccine if the antibody never enters the lung. And scientists, academic researchers who've been in the business forever, like when they hear that from me, they're like, oh, they've got, they've got some problems. It's They have to deal with it. But did Fauci deal with it? No, because the only option would have been to re- not even roll out the vaccine because I gave this to him in September 2020. So from the moment I gave him the information and he kept proceeding, then he's evil. Oh, I know what all these idiots are going to do. They're going to keep insisting. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. But look at the paper trail I have. Dr. Emily or Belding in a very nice email says, thank you, Dr. Lee, for all your information that you sent to Dr. Fauci. On behalf of Dr. Fauci and everyone else you sent it to, I'm responding. She puts them all on the hook. Everyone knows that they got this information now. Hmm. So Fauci is such an amazing scientist. I point this out immediately. Anyone without another interest, if they have no other financial interest or other vested interest, they would have to say as a peer scientist, well, you can't roll out the vaccine yet. But Fauci did continue to roll out the vaccine. So he was evil because there's no way he could not have known my information. So all sorts of people want to say uh, they're evil. Blah, 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 I say, but I can prove it because If you want to show that they knew it somehow before, how are you going to get in their brain? But what I did is I gave them the information. I created the paper trail. I even hired an attorney to send them the information. I put U.S. copyrights on it. I put patents on it so no one can say I didn't do it. And I cc'd so many other people. And I have tens of thousands of emails. They got it. now, And I even have replies. And I even have phone calls where I talk to them. So they got it. And they don't want to do the right thing. Why? Now I can prove that they were being evil. Yeah, but I'm saying I agree with everyone. I agree they were all evil before, but I can prove it with the paper trail I created. So where find that paper trail? But I have it. Where are the days?
1: Where are the prosecutors? Where are the people that will stand up for the children and stand up against this?
0: uh, It's a plan to. No, I'm a physician. You know how hard it was for me to call pediatricians baby killers. (laughs) I didn't want to just do that. I, you know, I've done 70,000 LASIK surgeries and I haven't had a lawsuit since I started my three offices. I don't, I'm not just the kind that want to slander somebody and get in trouble for it. But, you know, you're right. No one else was calling them out. So I, I felt like it was my duty to do that. And I started doing it. And I told the American Academy of Pediatrics, I'm, I'm calling you baby killers. I'm writing a thread explaining exactly why. If you don't agree with me, let me know. But they can't disagree with me because they can't prove me wrong. If the string theory, if they cannot show how it's wrong, then they're acknowledging that it is correct. And that's why this is their biggest nightmare. Now, the, back to the anti vaxxers So I have a nuke for the vaccine industry. I can destroy half the vaccine industry with just one and why aren't the anti-vax leaders helping me? See, are they dumb or are they evil now? The same question you're asking about Fauci and all the government pro-vaccine people. I am asking about the anti-vax leaders. Now, who why are they, though? I mean,
1: Besides JFK Jr., who are they? Del Bigtree? Have you talked to Del Bigtree? He would take this on for sure.
0: He'd uh, well, well, you know, when they had that big thing about the Pfizer director coming out and saying something weird when he was buzzed. I got through to one of their, you know, their, their producers. I had, I DM'd him and he DM'd me and he, I was like, you guys think that's impressive. Here's something a lot more yeah. impressive. And he was, a he was a little shocked, but it never made it anywhere. You see, I mean, you would think that all sorts of people would pick this up, right? How come they didn't? Well, for, look at Malone. Why would he pick it up? He's been in the vaccine industry his whole life. He's only against the COVID vaccine. Is he against all vaccines? I'm against all vaccines for viruses. I'm an anti-vaxxer. And I say that publicly. My children had to you know, live with a dad who was a physician who was an anti-vaxxer. Are they calling themselves anti-vaxxers? They're not even anti-vaxxers. Okay, so Malone isn't. McCullough, Corey, those three you know, I, before I reached out to RFK in August 2022, about May of 2022, I reached out to Senator Ron Johnson's staff, and they loved my information, and they were going to go with it. And they said, well, we got to talk to our consultants. I didn't know who their consultants were, and then nothing happened after that. So I, I'm pretty sure that our, uh, Malone, McCullough, and Corey had something to do with that. Three months later, I reached out to RFK, and RFK is like emailing it to everyone. I have the paper trail. He did it. I'm sorry, but he incriminated himself. He did it. He spread the information, including to me. And there was a back and forth, and we were fighting it. So he got the information. So, why why wouldn't RFK do the right thing? See, Malone, McCullough, and Corey were again in that group. And this is the second time they got my information and directly from RFK himself. Why wouldn't they use it? I say this if the anti vaccinators don't use the strongest science, to take down the COVID vaccine, it's because it's all ego driven. Hmm. How are they any different from the pro vaccine side? This could have been over August 2022. RFK didn't even have to say he agreed with it. He would have just had to say, This guy has an amazing paper, girl. 73 pages copywritten to Fauci back before the rollout. And he sent it to thousands of other people. All RFK would have had to do is call a press conference like, What the hell is this? Why is there no scientific rebuttal to this? And that would have ended the COVID vaccine then. So then the RFK union didn't do that. Malone, McCullough, Corey didn't do that. And instead of of Dr. Paul Alexander saying Dr. Lee is 100% correct. See, there's no way out for them. Meaning if you're an anti-vax COVID vaccine leader and you don't want to use the best science to take down the COVID vaccine, I call you a baby killer. Them, yeah. right?
1: No, no, I can't disagree but, with you. But re- who's Corey? You've mentioned that name several times. Corey, it's, I'm not familiar with. with I that. don't know
0: who he is. I just call him King Kong Corey. <laughs> he's one of the. He's one of the. You know, the three studios. I call them the three studios because I I kept running into them, and I didn't even know who they. Were. I just knew who Malone was when I got into Twitter. I didn't know McCullough was that well known. I didn't know about Corey, but you know they were they were always together. They were always going to Ron Johnson's meetings together and meeting with RFK. They were always together, according to a lot of people that knew, saw the early happenings during the vaccine, during the protests. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Nass, Meryl Nass, she got my information from me directly. I called her up hard time calling these. It's not easy to call somebody and get connected. And I did it. I talked to her. She rebuffed everything. I'm like, she didn't even ask me questions. How does she know it's wrong? I thought this is very weird. And then I'm I'm known to be very angry and rude right now, but back then I was just being polite, and I was giving them the information, and her response to me was bizarre. So I emailed her. She dismissed it outright. Then few months later, she gets the information from RFK Jr. himself. And RFK is excited enough to send it to the same people. And all this argument occurred within two days of, uh, you know, me sending the information out. So everyone got the information and they didn't want to use it. Hmm. And if you don't want to use the best science to take down the COVID vaccine, I say you're a baby killer because I give this hypothetical. There's a million babies in a stroller. I show you an easy way to take the baby stroller out of harm's way by just pushing it. You want to use your little thread fishing line and slowly reel it in, and it could take an hour, and you could kill babies. Why wouldn't you use the best way? And if you don't use the best way to pull the baby stroller with a million babies in it out of harm's way, are you then still a baby killer? See, that's why I say RFK, he's on a sinking ship. Because he created his own paper trail that destroys him. Because if you don't want to, now, and, you know, the, when I got on back on Twitter, because, you know, they kicked me off, I came up with a string theory. I think Congress was just a string theory. I wrote a 156-page 150, document that destroys all vaccines. But this is one of them. And, you know, I have a dozen arguments. They're all really good, but this is an easy one to understand. And this will kill the vaccine industry independently. I mean, I have Three or four others that will do it too, but they're a little more complicated.
1: Well, let's talk about the science though of the string theory, because here's my question for you. If they've created this thing, which allows for antibodies to attract to or bind with antigens, and it continues to grow, what is the effect of that? Is it clotting? I mean, what is the death sentence for the children and for anybody who takes this thing?
0: Well, it's clotting because this a capillary. Its diameter is about 10,000 nanometers. But a precipitant, and this is what they call antibodies and antigens that clump together in solution. They call it precipitants. And they say it's visible with a naked eye. Well, I'm an ophthalmologist. I know it's visible with a naked eye. Minimum visibility is 0.1 micrometers, which is 100,000 nanometers. So this precipitant, just by itself, can be bigger than 10 capillary diameters. Clearly, it can cause blockage of blood vessels. And then if you have a blockage of a blood vessel downstream from that, you're going to have Lack of oxygen, lack of nutrients and tissues downstream from that blockage will die. So imagine if this happens
1: in a child. Yep. And this is what I want to show you in the audience. It's disgusting. I'm sorry, guys, but this is the reality in which we find ourselves with the pandemic currently in process, which is a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Now, graphic warning too late. This is a giant white clot being pulled from someone's jugular vein by an embalmer who says he's never seen anything like this or these clots prior to 2021. And now he finds them regularly. And my buddy, someone close to our family, this guy was a baller. This guy was worth a billion dollars. He died suddenly at age 64 in his sleep. He went to bed with no expectation of dying, and he had the best health care at his fingertips. Guys, this is so sad. They're literally extinguishing humanity with this thing. And here's the thing I wanted to play for you. I think this is really important. 50 seconds from John Bowden, a researcher. It's so much worse than the American people think. Listen to this. Myocarditis has become the darling of the anti-vaccine you know, community. But myocarditis is about 1% of the overall vaccine deaths. So the people who are dying were not dying of COVID. They were dying of something else. And I already told you there's something else is blood and circulatory system clotting and bleeding related so and and the fact that younger people are dying somebody who dies at 70 if the average age of death is 75 somebody who dies at 70 they lost five years on average somebody who dies at 60 lost you know 15 years but somebody who dies at 40 they lost a lot of their life so life years lost is a better calculation and what it comes out to is the vaccine killed far, far, far more life years from the American public. So we, we have enough data to, uh, to choke a I, horse. I,
0: I, I'm sorry, I'm coming back to you. I just want to make the point. So I the, don't have anything good to say about him. About who? John badon Because, you know, when I first got on Twitter, he, he ignored me for a long time. All my followers kept saying, got to talk to him. We finally con- connected on Zoom for like hours at night. And it was very personal. And we talked a lot. And he, he was blown away by my science. When I left Twitter and came back, I came back with a string theory that I put up here, which to me is a thousand times stronger than my lung barrier, which was enough to take down the COVID vaccine. Now, when I come back with a string theory, you know what he calls, when he says, I can't talk about it. You can't bitch about it. He told me to stop bitching about it. And, you know, uh, John Bedouin, he collected data. Science is not about collecting all your data. Science is about creating hypotheses. And I applaud him for collecting the data. We all know there's a lot of death though. Now we need a hypothesis. And in medicine, a hypothesis is this simple. You have to connect the dots. Well, what are the dots? In medicine, a hypothesis is you have to connect the dots and the dots are molecules. And he didn't do that. I did. So I explained exactly how the clots are forming. I explain in a way that no vaccinologist can argue with me or rebut me. And John Bedouin calls me a bitch. You can't do You have to use the best science. If you're truly interested in taking down the vaccine, if you're interested in selling your book, your book's not going to sell nearly as much when my information comes out. So sorry. But it doesn't matter, does it? Does he want to take down the vaccine or not? Because this is not refutable. And this is... This makes the vaccinologist look incredibly dumb. Mm -hmm. So why won't John Bedouin repost it? Why doesn't he promote it? Because of his ego. And to me, that makes him no different. You know, if you save a 1,000 babies and then you start killing babies, do we give you credit for the 1,000 babies you you supposedly saved? He didn't even save any babies. What he did was collect death certificates on babies. And what this does... This affects half the vaccines. Whatever he's talking about is the COVID vaccine. This affects half the vaccines on Earth. There will be less children that die when all the vaccines are ended. And then John Badowin can't collect death certificates of dead children. Is that he just wants more death certificates? See, you got to get to the point. The point is in science, you have to have a very good hypothesis on why the problems are occurring, and then you get a lot more traction. No, this is not just the hypothesis every bit of this mechanism of action is included in their science. I didn't just connect the dots. Every time I connected a dot, it was based on their science and that's why they can't refute it. Yeah. So well, when me... John Bodolan doesn't support me and calls me a bitch in a DM, he's being stupid. He's being ego-driven. I don't, I don't appreciate that. But let me
1: ask you this. So I don't know John, right? Um, I know of Edward Dowd, but I've never interviewed Edward Dowd. So they're both collecting data right evidence of a crime evidence premeditated mass murder, right. And evidence of a depopulation event. I would call it uh, genocide or democide since the governments are all in on this too. So my question is the bigger picture is if you've got the smoking gun and they've got the evidence of a crime, where in the hell are the DAs where are the prosecutors that will stand up for our children, for the people? Because like I said, New York state is still pushing this thing on kids And uh, there are certain universities, I believe I just heard it was Harvard, wants to continue to push this on their students.
0: I went after Harvard very hard. And I posted all sorts of things on Harvard. Harvard med med school, I was posting for three months, they finally blocked me. Harvard med school, I did that. Harvard university, I I have long tweets explaining what they're doing. And I publish everything as soon as I write the thread. Yeah, people are incredibly, to me, To me, it's uh, party loyalty before rational thought. Hmm. So the Democrats are just being too loyal to their party. And they realize, oh, my God, everything we did was this wrong. Everything we did was this stupid. We're going to come out of this looking incredibly bad.
1: Then what are they still doing? Why are they mandating
0: this for children in New York then? Why? Why are they doubling
1: down, doubling down, doubling down, doubling down? I mean, this is why they should all be hanging at this point. They should be tried for their crimes And then let the chips fall where they may. I mean, whatever the crimes are for premeditated mass murder of millions of people, you know, I don't know. I can't imagine what that penalty would be. (laughs) Ten thousand lifetimes in jail, in prison or execution. See, this is what I'm driving at. We need this to stop now. And the prosecutors and the D.A.s deserve your ire as much as anybody else whose name has come up in this conversation because they're silent. They don't do anything. So, I don't know what to do. And uh, meanwhile, my friend who died in his sleep on the evening of November 13th, 64 years old. Well, if his life expectancy was 75, and by the way, he had a father who lived to 98, he just buried his father a year ago. He died at 64. So, this thing stole 11 years of his life minimum. And I'm pissed off, Doc. This is why I have these conversations because, you know, God knows CNN, MSNBC, they're not going to have you on. Fox News aren't going to talk to you. Okay.
0: What are we going to do, I man? You know, I'm serious. What are we? Early on in do? my fight, there was a uh, person who was very connected to Gilead, or how you uh, pronounce that drug company name. And Gilead made that hepatitis C medication, and they, or B, med, whatever they did, really good, good with it. And he was the ex CEO. He had taken the vaccine a week or two later. He was walking around. and He killed over dead. Mm. So, my brother got a heart attack after his second Pfizer. My mom had two strokes. My dad had hives over half his body for months. I could, I get it. This is this is incredibly bad. And uh, when when my black and white information that showed that the antibody can't even get into the lung, and I gave it to Fauci early on, and all of this could have been prevented. Well, Fauci is definitely evil. Yeah, but, uh, yeah.
1: couldn't agree more. Yeah. Rochelle Walensky, the whole lot of them, the CDC, everybody at the FDA, everybody at the FDA, it's a revolving door of absolute satanic corruption. Like I've never seen a level of corruption. It is, I I don't have words for it. I mean, it literally, and the more people I have on, like you doctors, like Dr. James Thorpe, who got fired for telling his pregnant patients, the truth about this thing, potentially being dangerous. They fired him for it. So I guess as we part ways, what would you advise people to do? I guess, number one, stop taking this thing if you've taken it. Number two, if you haven't taken it, run as far away from uh, you know Western medicine as possible. Don't ever take it. And certainly, do not take your baby or your child to a child well visit and let them shoot them up with these damn vaccines, especially the mRNA vaccine. But the childhood ones, you know, the childhood ones too. 100%. All right. you, Well, I You're go doing ahead. good work. Appreciate it. No, you are too, and uh, I admire your passion. And uh, you know, I feel for you. I don't know if you know. I'll just share real briefly. I got kicked off of uh, YouTube October fifteenth, twenty twenty, along with dozens and dozens and dozens of other content creators. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no strikes. It was in good standing. Been on the platform for ten years, and mm-hmm. you know they got rid Crazy. of many of us because they don't want anybody getting the truth out about any of these crimes.
0: I remember uh, the first year I was doing this. I would get on Facebook sometimes, and my my comments would disappear next day <laughs> <laughs> it was just so incredible i am i am completely of course i don't think any party is perfect but the democrat party did all this you know if they had just contained themselves and not ha- been so involved in their heavy censorship i could have gotten information out other people could have we wouldn't be here but censorship well, is never appropriate in medicine and science. Let
1: me and ask you, I, I completely agree with you about the Democrats, 100%. Uh, the rhinos, too. <laughs> the rhinos, too. But let me ask you, I should ask in fairness to President Donald J. Trump, who I believe should be sitting in the White House right now instead of Joe Biden, his uh, own kids call him a pedophile. What do you make of Trump saying he is the father of this thing, the father of the vaccines? You know, there's a lot of folks in my camp that are very, very troubled by that, because to this date, he still does not talk about this thing. It's a bio. Okay. We all know it.
0: I have to defend him because I'm a strong Trump supporter, and I know exactly how to defend him. And I know that if he, I had had 15 minutes with him, if Fauci had given him any of my information, if I had just talked to him and Fauci, and Trump would have looked at Fauci and said, Fauci, what is this guy saying? He's saying that to not tell me how it gets in. Trump would have gotten to the truth really quickly. But, you know, the vaccine industry made anti-vaxxers so stupid that Trump can't be close to that. Mm. And I get that because, you know, I think Trump is a very, very, very intelligent person. But he does what I do. I ask a lot of questions. When you ask questions, sometimes you look stupid. But, you know, if somebody talks to me for an hour, they will know, oh, I'm far smarter than most people they've ever talked to. So, But you have to ask questions. Sometimes the questions can be stupid because one person is not supposed to know everything. That's right. And so Trump was really good at asking questions and getting to the truth, okay? But, you know, in the medicine world, he he realized he couldn't ask too many questions because there were so many people. Boucher had been there for 30 years. there's so many people that were so far along, he wasn't going to accidentally stick his foot in his mouth. And I I respect that. I don't have any problems with that. I have tons of doctor friends who are all, no one's anti-vax like me, okay? So why would Trump have to put himself out there and say that he's anti-vax if the RFK juniors and the anti-vaccine, COVID vaccine leaders of this whole problem, if they had only done the right thing, Trump wouldn't be in this situation, is what I'm saying. So you can blame Trump as much as you want, but there's a million people you have to blame before it gets to Trump Mm -hmm. because There's no reason why Trump has to look dumb. You know, he he's not in medicine, he's not in science. RFK says he can read the vaccine science. He's been doing it forever. RFK is a hypocrite. He will go down for this. But Trump, Trump, okay, if Trump gets a slap from this by all his fans, a, a little, I get it. But they should hate RFK then, because whatever you're going to get mad about Trump for. RFK deserves 10,000 times more responsibility and accountability because I have 100% proof that he got all my information. Mm. See, that's the way I look at it. Why would Trump have to? He wouldn't even be in this position if RFK had done the right thing. Mm. So I'm not going to get mad at Trump. Right? He's not not Uh, in uh, office.
1: I'm glad I asked you that question. That's very, very interesting. Okay. No, that's very, very interesting. Well we definitely have our backs up against the wall and nothing's ever been more clear to me the right. democrats are destroying this nation look no further than the Democrat-run hellhole cities that are literally collapsing now. They are in the process of collapsing. Real estate. I just cited this in Minneapolis. I worked next to the building, the Kickernick building, a beautiful building in the Lumber Exchange, downtown Minneapolis. I worked right next to it for three years. It's three blocks from the Minnesota Twins Stadium. It's four blocks from the Timberwolves Stadium. It's four blocks from the Target headquarters. It's in the heart of Minneapolis and the building sold in 2017 for $19.1 million and it just resold for $3.7 because real estate is plummeting now in these hellhole cities because of the demon rat policies. And I, for one, am fed up. I'm fed up, Doc. Hey, I can't thank you enough for your time today. Really, really appreciate you. Um, Can you tell people how they do find your information? How do they follow you, Twitter or otherwise?
0: Yeah, so lungvirus.com is my website. And I haven't updated that in a couple of years because I've been busy, busy on Twitter. My Twitter handle is LASIK eye center with a number 1. That's not easy. L A S I K E Y E center C E N T E R 1 number 1. I mean I when I got banned uh, last year with my Lee Lasik handle, I i had to come back but I I had this old account that I had never used. So I wasn't going to get Twitter all worried about me trying to sign up again so I just use this one.
1: All right, I'm typing that in right now. I got to follow you. Lasik eye center 1. I found it. All right, guys. it is dr. Joe lee. We'll take a look over here on my Twitter page, which is definitely throttled by the way, just so you know, doc, you probably do the uh, world economic forum new c e o over at ax twitter hired by Elon just recently she has said many, many times publicly. Yes, of course, you have free speech on our platform. Just don't expect free reach. So if they don't like your speech, they throttle you. So you don't have reach. You don't have engagement. You can't do anything. But uh, here is Dr. Joe Lee over here on Twitter. X, I am now following you. And I really do appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time and your truth today. Your courage too, by the way, because I know a lot of people pay a heavy price when they say
0: the things you've said. Oh, but I gave everything to the California Medical Board a long time ago. I'm not worried about my license at all.
1: All right. All right. Well, God bless you. We really do appreciate you, your time, your candor, your integrity. And uh, friends, I'll remind you every single day for free. Check us out for free to get the antidote to corporate propaganda and all of those CDC, FDA, CIA, mockingbird, mainstream media lies 24-7 at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye.
0: A lot of people talk about, you know, Bill Gates and Gavi and the money that they put in. But when you look at what they're trying to do, um, Bill Gates's money is looking like chump change. They're looking to raise seven billion dollars for their four-year plan, 2025, 20, 26, 27, and 28, to fund their operations. But on top of that, by an order of magnitude, they have said many times that they want 30 billion dollars a year to fund this pandemic agreement and a overall like emergency fund of a hundred billion dollars.